Welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness with Dana and Kat. Together, we give a new voice to kinky sexual wellness. We're not your average wellness advocates, so let's peel back the layers of kinky wellness and talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. And how are you doing, Katrina? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So this episode is going to be fun because you're also back out in the dating world out there. So we're going to be doing a little bit about our favorite sex positions and tips and also dating advice as well. And you are also on something called Sunroom, which I have never heard before. Yes, I am. So it's a new creator app that's come out. It's a membership focused one where um, basically... You pay to have a membership for your favorite creators. You pay like coins and then basically they get paid by membership. Um, What I really like is it's they have to pay you to DM you. So you can't just have members sending you creepy messages, um, which does happen a lot. I've got a few horror stories from my friends on over, over on like OF and other platforms. Um. But also it's the first one that, so it was created by women, specifically for women and non-binary people, um, has anti-screenshot technology put into it as well, which obviously means you can't have your content stolen and leaked. Um, So they've done as much as they can to provide security and protection for the creators, which I thought was really nice. Um, Dancing? So the types of content I'm doing is I'm doing a mixture of like my dances and my pole dancing. Um, I need to make sure I look really good in it though. So I need to go back and uh, make sure my arms look amazing. (laughs) Um, But I also want to do it on like, you know, giving advice on vagismus, uh, dating stories, dating with having vagismus and also sex toys and ways of reconnecting with your body. And kind of try and get the membership to kind of grow with my idea of where I want to create like my sex toy company in the future. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm on there. If you go on my Instagram, then you can immediately find, um, you know, you can go on and see see the link to my sun sunroom. And yeah, I'm That's getting so exciting. Excited. I know, I know. I was like. I have nothing to lose and I can get Paige doing something when well, I'm already posting thirst traps and pictures of me and my underwear for free. So I might as well do it and enjoy it. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, I'm all for that in the sense, like, fuck it. Like, I think that it's hot. Like, I feel like we're looking at getting kind of nudity art in the house too. Like, we like a lot of sculptures and things like that. And so I don't know. And I really do believe that dancing is a form of art, like for others. Like that's, I don't know. I like dancing, especially for my husband, obviously. And I feel like it's like that living show that I can give to him. And again, I love it. I love it. No, I completely agree. Like about art, you've seen my mini like home office at my flat where I've got pictures from my boudoir shop, specifically the ones of me covered in money and naked because a bitch has to manifest. Yes. <laughs> um, but I absolutely, I love doing pole. I love sensual. It's one of the ways that I really reconnect with my body and like keeps me sane keeps me happy and like allows me to be completely 100% my unique self in a way that makes me feel sexy 
and happy. So I don't see like people go as soon as I say I do poll, everybody takes it in this idea of it's for other people. And I'm like, no, I'm the R and it's because I like to look at myself. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I feel you. I, when I look at myself, when I am dancing, like, yeah, I, I it's, it's the floor to ceiling mirrors that I don't have no. that I really need. But, oh would you, but would you write? Like, do you think, is this a platform where you might be able to like write even like naughty stories for people? Is that like an avenue you could go down or is this more like the dancing photos? So I think it's more like the dancing photos, but maybe not write. Maybe I could write it and read them and that could be a way of doing it, of like oh. doing both. Totally. I think that's hot. It's like a naughty story time telling. Yeah. Naughty story time telling with Kat, everyone. Please go subscribe. I love it. Yes, please do. That's what we'll change it to. Naughty story time every Wednesday with Kat. That's funny. <laughs> well, actually, one of the dating tips or I guess like uh, sexual tips for how to be a better, better at dirty writing was just for this, I guess, is more for males, I think, because the women, I think, are really good at description words. But yeah, males, it's describe what's happening as well as the sensations you're feeling. And I think that's something that people forget when they want to write a more naughtier text is describe the sensations of what's actually happening. I agree. Although I do think one of the biggest letdowns is like the word, the words people use for genitalia. I'm like, please come up with hotter words than sausage. <laughs> oh, his was a uh, pleasure center. I think. Oh. I, no, you know, like pleasure center. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, that's just so jokes. <laughs> I'm a, it is an interesting one, especially because we're talking about dating advice. Obviously, this is now something I, do I tell people? Do I not that this is something I'm doing? Like, what do you think for an advice, from an advice perspective? Uh, I, I think that not on the, I don't think you need to tell them on the first date. Like, no, if, but you, yeah, like one of those things. But I think if you were going to be more serious with somebody, I think it's definitely a conversation. Some people could view that as cheating if you kept it secretive. And yeah. not that the act, like, that's the thing, like, Cheating is really difficult because it's not so much the act of what's happening. It's more about the secrecy of what's happening because we have like emotional cheating and physical cheating and online cheating and things like that. So if you, if it looked like you were hiding it, then I would say it would be yeah, weird. No, I agree. Cause it's such a hard one. And I, it's something I find with dating that can be quite frustrating anyway, is the conversations of me doing pole dance. Really? I, yeah, like I even get people who are really like weirded out by it. And I have had people before very, how do I say this in a way, like very anti-sex worker. And that for me, I will not, I don't stand by that when I've had people, but oh, well, you know, I've seen the videos. At least you're not completely naked. At least you're not doing this. At least you're not wearing that. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm in the middle of a class. But when I practice on my own, yes, I do do it in my underwear. And yes, honest, so I don't know, like, even to that comment, like, at Brass Vixens, right, man, I love the girls there. They're so empowered. They're so beautiful. They wear less than you. I feel like I see a lot of their stuff. And I'm, I would not say at all that you're wearing, like, really, like, some people wear just the pasties, you know, and then put themselves online, right? Exactly. And, but I am I also get very annoyed by the sentiment. Like I said, I get very annoyed by anti-sex worker sentiment anyway. Mm. When people try and do the whole, oh, you know, I'm doing pole, but 
you know, I'm not a stripper. And I'm like, well, we wouldn't have, this wouldn't have been such a big thing if it wasn't for strippers. So maybe fucking respect people. That's crazy. Cause I'm not a stripper, man. I used to think before I was in full, like I was going to be a stripper. I used to say to myself, like, I want to do one season of stripping. That's it. I didn't, I just want to do it for one season. And then I actually took pole dancing and I, it's so hard. It's so yeah, fucking hard. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. I can't deal with the bruises every night. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's the upper body strength that's required. Your thighs, those, like, I'm really happy that I'm getting more strong. Like I'm getting stronger, of course. But you know, this, I had this fantasy of like, I'm just going to take a couple classes and then just go and do it. It's like, absolutely not. That's not how it works. Ladies, I respect, I respect anybody who pole dances for that matter. Um, oh my God. Especially when you're, because my biggest worry would be about falling off the pole. <laughs> and then like, instead of me, like someone just like, ouch, and then just like sadly handing me a dollar bill just to be like, sorry, love. <laughs> yeah, like that's hilarious. But no, I agree. Or oh, I get the really overly sexualized kind of comments about it where it's like, oh, you can come and give me a dance for free. One, no, pay me. But two, yeah. like, don't take something that I do that is primarily for myself and turn it into something about you. It's a really, so it's, it is a really weird conversation to have with people where you're kind of going, well, I really like this stuff. I really love this very sexualized version of myself. I really love who that person is. But I'm not going to just share that with you from the get-go. You earn that. Yeah, I would say that's it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I'll have to think about that one. What other pieces of dating advice have you seen then? <laughs> oh, well, I for going down on a girl, there really should only be four words you should ever be saying as the girl, like the person on the receiver, which is harder, softer, faster, or slower. So this is what women can say to men. Like, Like, I don't know, like, it could what words you use but for men he was saying just get your girl to use four words because you're gonna stress yourself out and you don't want to like overcomplicate it and so I actually found like it was quite an interesting take because it's true like for me as a perspective I'm thinking about like my husband I'm like four words those four words actually could create a lot like that creates a lot of opportunity it's so easy I don't have to be like oh move a little to the left right just harder softer faster slower so simple <laughs> So simple. And then if they aren't getting it in the right place, just forcibly move their heads for you. Yeah, use your thighs. You're like, hey, I'm going to go there. Exactly. That's what I do. I'm just like, move. But look, I I feel like it is hard in the sense of like going down on a girl. You have to have that perfect mixture. Like they even say like that perfect mixture of pressure, rhythm, and intensity. And if you do kind of jump off, like if you're almost there, like at least in my case, if you're almost there, and then they move or whatever. Oh. It's almost like you have to restart over from scratch. And I think that's what it's difficult. I agree. I've had it myself where I've either had that or where they've tried to change it up. Mm -hmm. You're going, no, no, no. Like, so for me, obviously I've said, don't, please don't put your fingers anywhere near me. Mm -hmm. Then to try and be like sexy, I've had it where my partners like try to use like run their fingers over me, completely ruins the mood. I'm like, yeah. please, you've now just made me think you were going to ignore me. 
and that's hit my trust issues. Now you've ruined the whole mood for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, now this is over. Sorry, go home now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like that's the thing about it too. Like it's an endurance, I think, going down on a girl. It's just stay focused and clear. Like you are on a mission. Like just don't <laughs> overcomplicate it. Just keep going. Like th- the most useless thing to say is like, is this good? Is this good? Is this good? Why are you saying that? That's useless. Well, yeah, also, the more you're asking me, the more you're, like, taking it away from me, the opportunity to enjoy the sensations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just say, everyone always talks about eating out. The other thing I think people need to learn to perfect is, like, anything to do with nipples. Yeah, that's a good one. Because I've had it with previous partners where I've got quite sensitive nipples. So we've talked about this before, how when I'm due on my period, even just the feel of a t-shirt against my nipples can be overwhelming. Wow. It's amazing during sex and amazing during a masturbation session. But because I've got pierced nipples, people think that I want it harder than what I do. Oh, I don't know, I don't like it if you nip it when people do the nipping, mm-hmm. like biting. I'm like, no. But also because I've got the bars in, I've not got hoops. So in my head, I'm just imagining it as a little horse's bit when people start fighting. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what I mean? And then that image just really makes it so unsexy to me. Think oh, you yeah, should well, embrace it and get a riding crop, okay? And turn that into your dominatrix style. You're like the naughty horse riding girl from out of the country, like oh, whisking oh, in. Yeehaw, baby, yeehaw. <laughs> oh my God. But that is amazing. That is now going to get me everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is just like, you know, there is a whole thing. Some people have really, like me, have a lot of sensation. Some people are very, don't have any sensation at all. So I think it is just a thing of like, like with eating out, start slow, do a little bit, and then move up the pace. Mm. And don't just go straight into like grabbing, uh, like immediately like squeezing like it's an orange and Well, that's just in general, like slow down the foreplay. Like one of the tips that I have here is like, really like keep the foreplay going until she's basically ready to put it in herself. Like, obviously the advice I got was for like male and female. So yeah, like for a guy, like just keep playing with her until she's ready to be like, that's it. Fuck it. Let's fuck. (laughs) But I think that applies for every sexuality as well. Like I do really think the same. You don't, just because I'm in a queer relationship doesn't mean you have to immediately go into like trying to shove your fingers in me. Yeah, absolutely. True. Get it to a point where I'm dripping and make me scream. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it doesn't have to, like it, it's almost like in parts. One partner gets off really like I don't know like for mine it's like I looked at my husband I was like you have to get me off first before you get off that was like one of like the like first conversations I kind of had with him because I do feel like guys think that they get girls off and then they will get off but they don't they don't know because one the girl's not saying too much about it right because we sometimes run into that 
confusion of like, oh, is it good? It's like, yeah, sure. And you're kind of looking at them like, yeah, okay, thumbs up. But really, you're like, no, man, you're missing the mark, like here completely. So it's just to slow it down. Yeah, I think as well, recognizing that like your part, some certain partners do take a lot longer. Yeah, I know women take longer to come anyway. But for a whole host of reasons for it, I think people need to take that into account. Like you're on antidepressants, you lose a lot of sensitivity. Yeah. And uh, if your feet are cold, <laughs> did you know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you, women finish faster, apparently, if their feet are warm. That makes a lot of sense because I obviously have to do my dilators and I was talking with somebody on this like on Instagram about it it does make sense to your story about like the little things that you do to feel comfortable when you're doing it because it does feel quite clinical at times and one of them was like you know putting things like putting the heating on putting towels down having a little playlist And I was like, fluffy socks. I wear my fluffy socks when I'm doing it because there's nothing that makes me feel more unsexy and like less likely to want to relax than when all I can think is, oh my God, my feet are freezing. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But then that's really funny because you see it in movies and it's such a big point about taking your socks off during sex. Well, there's that whole joke, like if you sleep with your socks on, you're a psychopath or whatever the case may be or whatever that joke. Well, at least we had a joke out here like that. See, all My mom goes to bed with about two pairs of socks. I start and then I end up kicking my socks off. <laughs> That's jokes. Well, speaking of to continue on socks, another point that I had was like that I saw was one of the most neglected parts of the body is between your toes. So his position was actually, if you lie down, if a girl lies down, it's kind of like the lazy doggy. So like if a girl lies down, guys above you, but it can go either way. Like if you're pegging someone, but your feet come up and you kind of use the top of their feet as a platform and you slide your hands between their toes and you hang on to their foot from the top and you use kind of like their feet as like you just grip onto that. You hold on to her that way, like through the toes. Sorry, I'm trying to imagine what it would look like. <laughs> I thought it was jokes. I was like, you know what? I have never had someone grab me between the toes ever. No, but also, can you just imagine being on your front and then your feet up in the air? You just kind of want to kick them around. I just, yeah, it's funny. Like, it reminds me of, like, when you, Cirque du Soleil, they've got their hands on the blocks like this, like claws almost. No, I agree. I don't know if I would like that. I don't like people near my feet because I've got real... No? No. Like, so, like, you just, is that why the socks come in? Is that where the socks are, the secret there? Don't look at my feet, they're shy. That's jokes. <laughs> but um, no, I like I even getting things like foot rubs really don't do it for me. I don't mind it if it's on my back, but I don't like it on my feet. I don't think I've ever had a problem, but I've had friends that have had problems with their feet, like in the sense like they they don't they're it's like they try to separate the feet kind of from them. They're like, no, ew. I think a lot of people do. You've got either two schools of like of it, where you've either got people who are very anti feet, um, and then on the other side, I've got a few friends who run like some of the biggest foot fetish parties in London, and well, I was like, it makes a lot of money off of it. 
Well, when I first got into BDSM and kink, foot fetish, I think was like my entry gate. I remember the first time a guy just saying like, can I just come on your feet? You have like the cutest little feet or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, what do you want me to do? And I listed everything off and he was like, okay, I'll do literally everything. Just let me finish on your feet. And like, it was, I loved it. I actually loved it. It felt so satisfying. I got everything that I wanted. Plus I did like, it was warm. He'd give me massage after with my feet. He was absolutely loving it. Yeah. I, I love it. I was like, this is so nice. I'm getting a foot massage. This is, I get to relax. This is dope. I don't have to do anything. I mean, fair. If that is what, if you were getting like that level of comfort out of it, I think go for it. But for me, I would be like, no, I'm very aware that my toes are just like from years of wearing high heels as a dancer that I'm like, oh God, no. All the dancers can relate. I don't think anyone would pay for a picture of them. Well, speaking of picture, like um, the, I have actually one for pictures as well. So instead of, you know, the classic dick pics that guys send out to girls, change it up and do the post-workout sweat gray print one instead. That works for me about because I'm like in my head I don't understand why men don't get that that is sexier honestly I think they just think it's jokes like I don't really think that guys who send dick pics out really at this point are looking to hook up I feel like they're just it, yeah yeah like I don't know disrespect it's because you know you've had you cannot be under a rock and pretend that you've not known that women have complained about receiving dick pics yeah I don't I don't know. I think women love to complain. We get together and complain about it. We love complaining about it. But yeah, guys, it's like, dude, it's a guaranteed like knock down on the respect points or even like this is hot. Like, I don't know if people are going to take that. No, because I think as well, if it is literally just a dick, there's no like dick and balls. There is no way to make it look sexy. Whereas like the post-gym workout I get it. I follow a lot of like mask lesbians who post like similar ones. And there is nothing hotter to me than like seeing a post-workout when the muscles are on point as well. I used to, okay, I don't know if husband you're listening, but anyways, I I used to make him send me like post-yoga workout photos when he was in well, like he'd send them anyways, but it, when he was in India and I'd like, but he never used to send pictures before me. And I was like, what is you have to what and it's like okay you don't have to but I would really like you to please it's like it doesn't have to be overtly sexual it can just be something like that like the teasing and tantalizing yeah sometimes I like a good dick pic but only from ones that I'm with so like not random strangers that's ridiculous no I get it Although I do fine, unless you're very good at taking them, like a vagina pic just doesn't look the same. I've never, no. I've taken a picture of my vagina for me. Like, I've sent a lot of photos, I gotta say, but, like, I've never sent just a, like, insane zoomed-up version of that. No, I make it, like, cute. I feel good. My hair is good, you know. Your print, your pamper. No, the only, I think, and I think all women get this, the only time any of us have probably taken a picture like of it, like you said, zoomed up, nothing nice, nothing else. It's because we need to double check that we've like either got everything we're shaving or we think we've got an ingrown hair and we need to double check. Yeah. But honestly, I think more women should take pictures of their genitalia. You got to know what it looks like. I feel like we we do live in this 
like be scared of your body because we don't even explore it ourselves. Like the first time I ever heard the advice to actually look at yourself naked, like pull your cheeks apart, like pull everything apart, see your whole body, stretch yourself out. Um, yeah, it, it, it's weird. I think that people are scared to look at their own bodies in the mirror because they just haven't. No, I agree. I, I've got a friend who like, I've got a few friends actually who were very surprised when I was saying like, yeah, I, I do sit down at least once a week or once a month, especially when I'm doing like a pamper session where I will look in the mirror at what my vulva looks like. Why would you do that? And I'm like, it's not a sexual thing. It isn't really a sexual thing. No. But it's like, how will you how will you know if there is something wrong with your body if you don't know what it looks like? How are the same as like you'll know with your breasts if you're more likely to have something wrong with your breasts because you know what your breasts look like. Yeah. So if you've got a lump and like you feel it but also if you've got a lump and it's quite noticeable you're going to notice that so you're immediately going to say there's something wrong if I know what she looks like down there if I know what my vulva looks like if I know what between my ass cheeks look like I'm going to know if I've got if something has changed I'm going to know if the colors changed the the consistent Mm -hmm. the way that it looks if it doesn't look healthy I'm more likely to be able to be like okay, maybe I should go to the doctors, not just put my head in the sand and hope. Yeah, but all, yeah, exactly. Like I think for health, for sure. But also I feel like it's connected to how you love your body. Like that yeah. comes to some self-love talk inside that if you're scared to even check your body in case there could be something wrong, even yeah. that, like, I just, I don't know. But I have one other tip uh, just for kissing is to scrape your tongue because it's also health related. That's what um, I'm Yes, I think that pe- scraping your tongue, that's fairly recent to my household. I never as a child grew up with scraping my tongue. I didn't hear about that. No. So I, oh, I need to start. However, I've got a really bad gag reflex, so it's very hard to do it. So like mm. even... I know I was born to be a lesbian as my friend says because even if my toothbrush hits the back of my teeth at the wrong angle I throw up oh wow Uh, like trying to get a throat chlamydia test is the hardest thing for me I feel like it's so weird I can suck dick but not brush my teeth in the back as well I gag I don't throw up but you can hear me in the bathroom like (laughs) like just trying to brush my teeth and he's like okay I'm like brushing my teeth but yeah, I don't know. Oral care in general has definitely gone up. Like we do the whole flossing. We do oil pulling like three or four times a week, um, which for those who don't know, if you just take a, sp- I'm just going to insert this because everyone should know this. But if you take a spoon, like a teaspoon or a tablespoon or whatever of say uh, coconut oil and you swish it around in your mouth for 20 minutes, a couple times that, well, you can do it every day, but if you do it at least a few times a week, it will pull the oils out from your teeth and everything in between and stuff like that it's so good and it can it's a natural teeth whitener I do think people should try it I will try I will give it a try and let you know it's a weird consistency though like so if you don't want cum if you don't like the the feeling this is like cum too because it's like that slimy in your mouth it took me a couple times to like really hold that 20 minutes because I'm just like "Mm, this is so hard but no, it is. I've always been big on oral health because my mum's always been quite paranoid about it. So when I was a little girl, I wasn't even allowed polos. 
because my mum was adamant that the you know like the mints oh okay I don't know what to call it oh oh, yeah I forgot in the UK they're like these little hoop uh, hoop mints okay they are basically just pure fucking sugar. Yeah. And my mum convinced me that if I had one of them, I was going to get t- holes in my teeth. So well, I, I think she's still right. I mean, yeah, she is. But um, I'm the only one in my family that's never had issues. Wow. With- good. Yeah, I've had. I have never had to have um, a root canal. I've never had to have my like. What are they called? Where you get like holes? So you have Wisdom to get- teeth. No, so I have my wisdom teeth, okay. but I don't really get problems with my wisdom teeth. Okay. It's fine. What's it called? Like where you get the, like, if you've got a hole in your teeth or like that and they... Oh, block. cavities, cavities. Yeah, so I've never had like cavities. I've never had anything. But I do get recurring nightmares that my teeth are going to fall out. And when I'm really due on, yeah, when I have my week of like complete breakdown... I am in the bathroom every morning like that, checking <laughs> to make sure because I'm adamant my teeth have got holes in them. That's jokes. Well, we don't want t- holes in teeth. And honestly, with kissing, scraping the tongue actually matters because it's fucking disgusting. Like yeah. I started noticing it on people after I heard of it. And I don't, it was one of those things when you talk about it and then you see it everywhere. And it was like, scrape your tongue. And then I'm like looking into people's mouths like a creep being like, ew. Oh, I get it. I'm real. Yeah, I I know this is so shallow. I can't date people if they've got really bad teeth. That's just like, it's so awful. It's so shallow. I know it's shallow. No, but it's I. How I attribute this is if you can't take care of your teeth, then there's some other shit you're not taking care of, and I'm just not down for it because it causes so much health issues. Like those little things, I don't think it's shallow. I I. I don't care what people say. I don't think it's shallow because I want someone who can maintain their health as well. Yeah, it just, and I, may, I know that there is a cultural thing. I know that in the UK, it, the ongoing joke, like I see it on TikTok all the time where like Canadians and Americans are always taking the piss about like the UK with our fucked up teeth. Yes. We do. <laughs> I feel like, yes, I've seen that joke, yes. And it is because dentistry isn't such a big thing. It is a big thing, but it is also the only thing not included in the NHS. Oh, yeah, it's like that here. And it's funny to hear you say that because I just feel like it actually is way more important than people think. Even though this is off topic for sex, this is still related to health. I, I still say that because the teeth, your nervous systems that are in your teeth are actually connected to your brain. So for instance, if you get bacteria, say where you get your tongue pierced, that causes a bacteria that connects to something in your, like, even if your teeth, you can get brain damage if it goes too yeah. far. It's ridiculous. No, I agree. But also from a sex side, from like a health side of it as well, Things like if you scrape your toe, like it, it's also for things like going down. You can't sit here and go, oh, I won't go near the vagina or I won't go and eat pussy because I think it's disgusting and I think this and I think that. But you've never cleaned your fucking teeth or your tongue properly. Mm. Oral health is atrocious. Yeah. And also check like you go down on someone who has an STD, buddy. You got it all over your face. Like I hate yeah. to say it. It is, it is. You can get chlamydia and herpes of the face and throat. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Oral health 
people all oral health. Oral health is self-love. You had it here first. <laughs> well, I see that we're running out of time. This was a great conversation. I do want to mention a couple more that I, um, a couple more tips right before we go out. So for this, it was about butts. So a bigger butt equals bigger thrusting, which means equal like bigger orgasms. And I actually thought that was funny. I do like that one. But then the thrusting dildos are like massive at the moment. So that makes sense. Well, another thing is for like for um, the cowgirl, how it is on porn is it shows it up and down a lot for females, but to actually, yeah, which makes sense, but you can lean into it. But also if you, if someone's cowgirling, if you take your, their thighs and you go backwards and forwards motion instead, like that's really the proper, proper position to be doing that in. Agreed. Because like the up and down, especially if they do, if the girl does it too aggressively, or even the guy does it too aggressively when you do anal mm -hmm. and break your penis. <laughs> you know, I, I, a lot of problems happen. I've had that fear, not necessarily break, but that like it hits the wrong area and you're just, everything stops. It's like this, it's the standstill of time of, <gasps> is everything okay? Is everything where it needs to be? <laughs> What this was great. Do you have any last tips to say before we go? Ooh, I don't have any tips. I was getting tips for myself for my dating, but oh, uh, that's funny. it's been eye-opening. Oral health is the way to go, apparently. Yes, and thank you for letting us know what Sunroom is. And for all of the advice I got, I took it from an Instagram account at Gentleman Sterling. I will leave that description in the sorry, I will leave his tag in the description. But thank you, everyone, for listening. We had a great time, and we will see you next week. Woo! Bye! Well, that's it for us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. You can find me at thepartition underscore life, and you can find Katrina at underscore satisfied cat. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week, and as always, stay kinky.